0: In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI Your weekly dose of pro wrestling fantasy booking I am your host, Detective Mark Sparks And I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe What's going on, man? How are you? Oh, hey, man
1: Uh, yeah,
0: good Good (laughs) Good Also joined by our Royal Canadian Mounted Policeman JLB from up north, what's going on, man?
2: Woo, woo, it's the son of the police I am good, boss RCMP JLB Up and Adam. Let's get her done, because it's fantasy Booking time Yes,
0: yes, again, yes Even scene get her done just doesn't work It does not work, it does not work First of all, you have to be from America Then you have to say get her done
2: Nope I, I put a Canadian spin on it, and when you every time you put a Canadian spin on something,
1: it always sounds that much. first Canadian spin was, don't you know? Oh, we're gonna get her done, don't you know? Yeah, oh, get her done. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. We're just going to sorry get that I done. said that. You know that's an American statement. I'm pretty sure you. that was.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was your Canadian spin, your American spin on my Canadian accent.
0: Before we get into the fantasy booking, I do like to remind everyone raw and order is part of the tatnus co podcast network so make sure to head on over to tatnisco.com and check out the other shows um and then come back here wait Do until it. you're done with this episode though before you head on over there because you know we're important Right. Like, listen. Um, if you are new to this particular show, the premise is simple. We are going to take turns challenging the others to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. We do not discuss these in advance, so the uh, answers are going to be entirely off the cuff, and we feel that makes it way more entertaining i would like to remind everyone to make sure to like share and subscribe uh that gets us out there so other people can hear us uh specifically the sharing part Uh, cheapest way to support this podcast is just to share it on social media and say hey you guys should listen to this too Um, you can also head over to patreon.com slash raw and order WBU and support us there to get access to sweet perks like our discord server commercial free episodes voting on classic pay-per-view reviews we're about to start the actual voting for uh, this month's pay-per-view reviews Um, uh, but you can go there and once you're a patron you can listen to last month's which was our review of Wrestlemania x7 uh, it was a ton of fun to do so head on over there um, and then at a certain level you even can be invited on this very show to challenge us to book your fantasy booking scenarios so um, but we'll go ahead and get into the fantasy booking and uh, before we went on air we all agreed that I would go last for reasons so um, I think we had DA Fabe going first so DA Fabe what is your fantasy <laughs>
1: well it starts with um, <laughs> different kind of fantasy than that huh D- um,
0: dear penthouse i never thought it would happen to me but
1: I, there i was I, my fifth grade teacher i don't even remember which one was my fifth grade teacher
0: anyway moving forward I, I don't remember who was my fifth grade teacher but i know most of my teachers up until like eighth grade would not be in my penthouse letter fantasy um <laughs> in any way shape or form so oh okay
1: um so glad we had that little conversation on recording um, moving forward so, uh, I we actually did somewhat discuss this in advance, um, for those who were involved on Sunday. Um, but I we had a conversation regarding um, the state of WWE and needing some character development and potentially even having characters. And so, we're going to bring back failed gimmicks that could
0: be successful today. And I want you to do, I don't know, three a piece three failed gimmicks that can be brought back today including
1: Good. with potentially a wrestler for them but it doesn't have to be because it might be kind of hard to you know think of i don't know brian cage versus brian cage as the repo man or something like that hmm. so, so.
2: The problem Failed <laughs> gimmicks that, i, I can
1: think of but that would actually work that, oh, we we had a significant discussion about it. Um you can you can let Smarks go first if you want. Um,
2: um I uh I definitely
0: Oh, but that's not a failed gimmick. Yeah, Marks go first. Okay. Well so I'm not sure there's there's one that I think uh could really work and I guess in a way they're kinda doing it now, uh, but they're not naming it so much. But Chris Masters. With the master lock, Um, the gimmick really kind of fell apart, you know, Uh, mostly because Chris Masters didn't have much more to him other than a physique. Um, He wasn't exactly a super great wrestler overall. But I feel that the whole concept of here's this guy, he's got this lock no one can get out of. Uh, we will challenge you. I mean, effectively it was the million dollar man sort of a uh, take on that. But so having that sort of a gimmick where it's, you know, I've got this lock, no one can get out of it. Um, we're going to put X number of dollars up for whoever can get it out of this lock. And then you have a run of people who can't do it. Eventually you ha- have him do heel tactics to win, you know, maybe people challenging him that, that, you know, uh, he's using pine tar to make his, his arms less slippery so they can't slip out things like that um i don't know who i would have do it is part sure, you're of... suggesting that that bobby lashley is that guy right now is he yeah eff- nelson? effectively they're doing that with bobby lashley except they're not doing it as a challenge they're just doing it as a when bobby lashley locks this gimmick on uh full it, the full nelson which is effectively the same thing um that people, people go down, right? So um, I, I guess doing it and actually giving Bobby Lashley a gimmick would be uh, something that I think could work. Um, but I don't know who I would give it to other than Bobby Lashley right now. Um, i I kind of like the idea of giving it to a a smaller, um, not quite as built wrestler. Um, so giving it to a wrestler like an Ollie or a um, um, I'm trying to think of of someone who's smaller uh, but more technical. A what? A, Shelton would be nice. Sh- Sheldon wouldn't be bad. Sheldon wouldn't be bad. Um, I I was really thinking like an Alistair Black, but he's striking, so his his whole thing is hits. Um, he's a very handsome man, isn't he? Very striking. He's a striking man. He's a striking man, and he happens to be from Amsterdam.
1: Um, oh, striking man from Amsterdam. We could even have that be his new gimmick.
0: Yes, we sure could. Um, but what so s- someone like that. Now, I I definitely like it like a Johnny Gargano, but I like Johnny Gargano's overall underdog gimmick, not his current heel gimmick. I don't hate his heel gimmick, but I really liked his underdog gimmick better. So, um, but just the idea of a small guy who everyone. Uh, Underestimates and then he locks on this uh, lock that no one can seem to get out of. That's why I said a uh, Dean Malenko, a man of a thousand holds sort of character. Um, maybe even uh, making it so it's not one specific submission hold. It's, you know, when the person comes out, he's going to choose a hold and you can't get out of it sort of a thing uh, to show off his, his skills in other ways. Uh, but I don't know who I would put uh, as that other than the guys I've already mentioned, so. Um, you could use Chris Masters. Yeah, he's not doing anything. Bring him back. Do it again. Um, so... Any challenges be Bobby Lashley. So, I'm be trying Bobby. to think now. Um, God, I just don't know. I it, So many of the people that pop into my head as, as potentials for this, I'm like, but they actually already have a gimmick that's being relatively successful on NXT, like you know, I don't I don't want to uh, put Kyle O'Reilly into this role because I like Kyle O'Reilly's gimm- current gimmick as it is. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly has some of the best sells in professional wrestling. Uh, he cracks me up every time. Um, so this would be a submission specialist who just yeah. I put people into moves, submission moves, and you uh-huh. have to get out. You have to get out. But uh, very specifically, the the idea of a bounty of some sort you know if you get out you win x number of dollars right um so people come out and they get all you know especially if you make them a smaller guy you get the bigger people come out and think they can get out of it and then he locks them in some anaconda vice and they can't get out of it sort of thing. uh i dig but, um as annoying as they were another gimmick that i think could could make a comeback and uh some people could argue whether it was failed or not but right to censor. You yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> Did I steal one? Yeah. But I was going to call it cancel culture. Uh, you you could call it that, except, and this is going to be the dirty little secret for me saying it could work again. TNA or impact wrestling was trying to do this under the name cancel culture. Oh, snap. Uh, uh, and then uh, uh, in a um, wonderfully sad version of irony, Uh, The cancel culture gimmick Had to get cancelled Because the main guy behind it Got cancelled In the speaking out movement Oh snap Irony at it's finest Yeah so it was The whole uh, story for cancel culture Was Joey Ryan (gasps) uh, Going against His dirty old man Sleaze wrestler gimmick Uh, to now being Joseph P. Ryan and, uh, coming out and, and trying to show people that, you know, uh, his, his former gimmick was too sleazy and, you know, whatever. And then he was named in Speaking Out and cut by, uh, Impact and they dropped that like a bad habit. So, um... But that's why it's tough to do. Um, you you basically have to go overboard with something like Right to Censor. Um, and Cancel Culture is a really good name, unfortunately. I don't think we could use it. Not because Impact would sue, but just because of the bad juju from Impact uh, trying to use it.
2: Impact would so not sue. They'd just be like, yeah, take it. We don't want this to be part of us anymore.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said it should be bad juju. But the yeah. whole concept of cancel of, of right to center and cancel culture really was to take these wrestlers that previously had had um, less politically correct uh, gimmicks and and turn them, air quotes, good. So you had Val Venus, uh, whose gimmick was porn star, and then he, now he's not a porn star anymore. You had the godfather become the good father. Um, right. Things like that. That's the probably the toughest thing with doing one of those mm-hmm. now in either AEW or WWE is uh, neither of them have any established stars at the moment that you really could do this with WWE because they've spent the last decade being PG, so even their edgiest star mm-hmm. is not particularly edgy right now and aew because they haven't been around long enough to establish anyone as as edgy and i mean technically you could have done it with jimmy havoc but guess what jimmy uh, havoc got canceled and fired so i don't know i think you can pull it off with seth and have him be the non-violent monk potentially mm-hmm. you you could do it with seth as the next uh, evolution of his uh, monday night messiah gimmick Where he's seen the error of his ways And he's transcended Yeah and now he refuses to To fall to that level And who knows maybe that's on there In which case
1: he's just always calling for other people To be violent but he Yes
0: Uh, But you know I mean I guess technically You could have a team like uh, um, Street Profits uh, Denounce Their partying ways from before Uh I don't think that would work very well with street prophets, but that's about the closest the thing. Um, Baron Corbin could see the error of his ways and and become a a pacifist or something. I don't know, but that There's would be something there. yeah, that would be probably. I mean, I think it's a gimmick. The other way you could do it would be to take that gimmick and turn it on its head, uh, and instead of it being a bunch of former, uh, bad boy gimmick sort of characters, uh, put it where it's a bunch of former good guy characters who suddenly, uh, go against everything. Right. Um, which effectively, uh,
1: yeah,
0: but now that I think about that more, uh, effectively that, that turns it into, um, <laughs> DX really you know the the good guys who now become the rebel outlaws so yeah because that's
1: exactly what what uh Shawn Michaels was was a good guy was a, was a a straight straight now, shooter well behaved and
0: him. and Triple H wasn't either in his Connecticut blue blood gimmick but they were um their whole whole gimmick was they turned against their their previous gimmick and they became rebel outlaws so it's effectively that but what
2: uh the- technically good guys because they became against the man and everybody's against their boss and against the man and so on
1: kind of. Or I do. like the idea of bringing back the right to censor. I think, that was, I think that was your move. I think I don't think you need to invert that. Yeah. I'm saying you could do it. We got against that which, which almost create again like a net neutrality type environment where there's no we have to be clean and straight laced and I think I think that would really uh, Really? Straight well. Edge Society was kind of a rebirth of that, too. I don't
2: know, you but know, know, I wasn't a fan true. of the Straight Edge Society. Like, I feel like it didn't really
1: mesh well with well, me. I thought Right to Censor did it better than Straight Edge Society. Yeah, I would agree sure.
2: so hard. Although I remember more Straight Edge Society than I do Right to Censor, I still, um, rather the other way around, um, I still think that Straight Edge Society was a bit weird. I wasn't a fan of CM Punk's whole Straight Edge thing. I didn't really, like, I feel like he didn't put it on TV as much as he should have, because he used it a lot towards the beginning, and then it kind of, we just all knew he was Straight Edge, but he didn't really use it. Then again, Kenny Omega's kind of like that, but he doesn't even mention it. So,
1: yeah, um, you, don't, you don't brag about the fact that you're straight edge.
0: That's kind of the point. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Every straight edge person I know brags about a pretty hardcore.
2: And he's not that straight edge.
0: They, they're, so. uh, they're, and he, here's the deal it's those who know me know I don't drink. It's not because I've got this um, massive, like, uh dogma against drinking that i think it's so bad it's because i figured out at a relatively uh early drinking age for me at least um uh really quickly when i turned legal drinking age i realized that alcohol does not agree with me uh mentally and oh, that
2: it's not because you don't drink that's just because you don't drink enough just keep
0: drinking oh, you no trust me i i like my roommates were locking up knives literally putting padlocks on
1: Oh Jesus!
0: Because you know you've got happy drunks, you've got angry drunks. I was the uh, massively depressed drunk, okay, and so we got the Ted Bundy drunk over here. Okay, and and so um, they they knew that I would hurt myself, even with small amounts of alcohol, I would hurt myself. Um, and and I shortly thereafter realized that it wasn't good for my mental well-being. Um, I also shortly thereafter went through some bad breakups and stuff like that that also put me in a, a bad state of mind. But all of those things combined to I learned at, uh, fairly quickly that alcohol is not for me. I don't have a problem with other people doing alcohol. And, and in fact, I've always said uh, I'm envious sometimes of other people because they can use alcohol to forget um, or escape from uh, bad weeks or bad days or, or you know, bad situations at even just for a few minutes, you know, they can they can use it. I can't do that. I have to live my my truth 24-7. Um,
2: that, that being said... Alcohol, mediation, uh, breathing technique. You don't need to... Pot. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say drugs, I said pot, because pot is not a drug.
0: Yep. But... Uh, yeah, but in the end, uh, I, that's why I say I'm not a straight edge because I don't have this dogma against it. But I have, uh, through my life, uh, become acquainted with quite a few straight edges. And so the difference is uh, when I'm out at a get together and someone says, hey, man, you want a beer? And I say, no, nah, man, it's, a, it's OK. I, I don't drink. And they go, oh, OK, that's cool. And they move on. Right. Uh, but yeah. you meet a straight edge in the same situation hey man you want a beer and they're like no i don't drink because i'm straight edge i don't do any drugs because i'm straight edge why do you need to tell me that i just asked if you wanted a beer that's all right i don't need yeah. to know the reason why uh just say no thank you and i'll move on i'll get you a water or a soda if you'd rather anyways anyway, so moving forward my third so, one he's got two. Two, oh, two, two for that um, in terms of uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to uh, fit three more people in right to or version 2.0 so um, I don't know my third uh, gimmick though and this one is going to make everyone laugh because um, if you remember the gimmick uh, and how it failed um, you'll know there were reasons that it failed and there are reasons my that it gosh. might not is it happening are you going to do Brian Cage's repo man <laughs> No, I'm not going to do Brian Cage's oh, Repo Man. That would be fun. Uh, no, I'm I'm bringing back uh, bringing back the pirate. Um, Paul Birchel, uh had his pirate gimmick. That was a blatant ripoff of Johnny Depp's Pirates of the Caribbean, right? There was no... Oh
1: my gosh, I
0: completely forgot about it. Yeah. Um, and he came out <sighs> How dare you as a pirate me. and <laughs> uh, played it all up and, and all of that stuff. And, and it didn't fly because... Once again, it was a blatant uh, Johnny Depp Pirates of the Caribbean ripoff. And it was during, it was in true WWE fashion. It was about a year or two late to the Pirates of the Caribbean concept. You know what I mean? Uh, like, so,
2: you want to get sued by Disney, so we'll just do it a little later on.
0: Um, I it, it really, I think, has more to do with uh, reportedly that Vince McMahon doesn't watch popular TV or movies at all. So that- uh, so he didn't know, know the yeah, so he didn't know that it was a Disney uh, sort of a thing and uh, he turned it down for a while because he's like,, eh, why, why would anyone want a pirate right now? And eventually they had to convince him, no, seriously Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean is huge. Disney made like four movies interesting man, damn. Um, but my twist on it would be, um, similar to uh, black machismo, Uh, it it would be, or more specifically, similar to a certain character from a movie called Dodgeball, it would be Steve the Pirate. (laughs) Yes. It would be a guy who thinks he's a pirate, but is not actually a pirate. But everyone just lets him continue to think he's a pirate. I love Steve. That dude is in the 24-7 title hunt all the time. (laughs) Because he's always after the gold. Yes. Uh because I think that gimmick could work really, really well with a. Especially if you just repackage someone who right now um, is struggling in some way, shape, or form. Um, you know, you easily play it off with the cartoon hit to the head sort of a thing. Uh, this also makes it a little bit uh, gold dusty. Mm hmm. But so, um, Chad Gable. Chad Gable would make a good pirate. He doesn't have enough charisma to make a good pirate. He's got a ton of charisma. That they was actually never... the guy I was hoping you'd say, so I'm I'm happy you did that. He's got a ton of charisma, but they just put him in the dumbest gimmicks. Go back and watch him as American Alpha with Jason Jordan, and tell mm. me he didn't have charisma. He oozed it at the time.
3: Because
2: I mean, uh, fine, I mean, I guess I'll do that, but like, because yeah, it does It's not showing now at all, at least. No. He's very stale. He's very just. Because. Meh.
0: Because they told him your gimmick is, we're going to call you short, and then you're going to dress up like an 80s basketball guy. Mm, that's Actually, it was 90s basketball. 80s, they wore the short shorts still.
2: Okay. To be fair, Will Ferrell did that perfectly, and he had a lot of charisma.
0: Yeah, he went there. Semi-pro. No? Bad joke? Moving on. Nope. No, <laughs> you, you can uh, make your Will Ferrell reference. I'm, I am not what you call a Will Ferrell fan, so... I don't hate him. I just, I, right. I can stand a certain amount of Will Ferrell in a movie and then I'm done.
2: No, fair enough. It's a special kind of, uh, yeah, I understand. Um, Okay, but that's still interesting. So Chad
0: Gable as a pirate. I don't see it. Chad Gable as a guy who thinks he's a pirate. That's the important part of it. He fair. is not a pirate. He just thinks he's a pirate right so so you play it off you start uh have an episode of the tv show where he's you know smackdown where he's going around and saying hey i just got my 23andme uh results back and it turns out i'm related to insert famous pirate um blackbeard blackbeard or or redbeard or i could be really funny if he if you made him uh uh related to one of the the female famous female pirates uh That would be really fun. Anyways, and then at some point during that night, maybe in the ring, uh, he rings his bell against the, uh, I don't know, the ring stands or the side of the um, ring or something. I don't know. Maybe someone hits him with the bell uh, and he's out. And then the next week you have him show up head to toe as a pirate. And everyone says, Chad, are you all right? And he says, arr.
3: <laughs>
0: like, what is going it's, on?
2: Is, he may not watch famous movies or TV shows, but maybe he listens to every podcast in the world. He's hoping,
0: because Chad the Pirate, gimmick gold, if you ask me.
2: Yeah,
0: Chad the Pirate. So now it is your turn, JLB.
2: All right, so since you took my RTC, hashtag or slash cancel culture. I was thinking rebranding the whole APA, but make it more of a serious uh, gimmick. I found there were just more, you know, joking drinking. How were they? Gimm- were they failed?
1: I don't feel like that was failed. I think you had a uh, former champion and a future world champion in there.
2: Yeah, but that's not because of the APA. That's just because of JBL's character and JBL's greatness. It yeah, it didn't. But it wasn't anything big either i feel they were phenomenal in the ring there's nothing wrong with the ring but the gimmick itself was very stale after a while how many times can you watch them play poker and drink beer and whatever like it got stupid after a bit it was good for the first like two three months i feel and then it was just like oh they're just there they were just filler at some point so i feel like if you make them a more of a serious apa kind of thing um and the guys that I'm thinking of, of actually having, um, uh, be part of the, well, I wouldn't necessarily call it the APA maybe, but an APA kind of thing. Um, I'm thinking like, Oh, I just thought of another one. Okay. So yeah, I'm thinking of like, for instance, uh, we need someone with charisma. Cause I was gonna say Lashley, but off his muscle, but the guy's no charisma, and I freaking hate him. But I guess he would bring more of a seriousness to it. Um, yep. Okay, I got no names, but a more of a serious role, something like along the lines of. Um, I guess like how. Trying to. No, no dice. Just. A less more drinking, guzzling, making jokes backstage kind of thing and more of like a security guard, almost APA, if you will. Because I feel like the drinking, guzzling thing... got stupid after a while sure fans were still cheering and so on but honestly the only time they ever got used was at random little fill spots oh i need them to protect me and they were just there and it was a it was a crazy brawl i'm thinking of maybe making it more of a like we're your security we're gonna fuck everyone up i felt like the other one the the reg- re- the regular apa was more of a joke i i can't think of wrestlers right now um Keith Lee is coming to mind, but I'm not sure how much of a seriousness he'll bring to it. Just a really stone... I need two stone-cold-looking people. Uh, And I mean that as in Stoneface, not Stone Cold Steve Austin. uh, With some mean mugs. Um what i also was thinking of redoing the brood but i don't know
1: how vampire gimmick
2: maybe if you do the brood in like tna or something it would work i don't think it would work with today's wwe that
1: was actually a conversation part of the conversation on sunday the,
0: the brood was brought up the thing with the brood or any vampire um in modern wrestling is you would have to do it very seriously um
2: for sure. That's why I want Alistair to be there because Alistair plays that cryptic role really nicely. You bring Nikki Cross into that too. You have a female brood member. Um, you, Sonia Deville, I would like, like, you just have like, but you have more than three people. So you have like an army of brood. Ooh, that might even be a yeah, good name. Yeah. Uh, kind of thing. That, I, I'd make it more serious. Almost like a ministry type of brood if you will but better than the ministry because i found minion to be garbage and viscera is
1: stupid and there's a lot of stupid characters in the ministry um you ready for this mandy rose please selma hayek in dust till dawn in this brood
2: oh snap boy would i love that <laughs> yeah
1: Jesus. sorry That's, just giving you I... another female for this <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh speaking of which mandy rose has a new character and hot diggity damn, she looking mighty fine with that
0: haircut. Yeah, it's not really a new character, but a new haircut. And yeah, she does look good. Um, we talked about that on the podcast on uh, Sunday. When we're I recording it. So you, your perviness, okay. Do, do, do you think there's a chance in absolute hell that Mandy Rose loses the hair versus hair match? The, the, the H-A answer Double is no. Hockey sticks. The answer is no. Sonya Deville is losing that match.
2: Honestly, either way, I think it's going to be a bald cap. There's going to be a bald cap on there. Because Sonia Deville is gold, though, man. She's really...
0: I, I don't think either way a, they're going fully shaved. I think no. it's going to be um, a fairly extreme uh, cut on, uh, on no, Sonia.
2: Honestly, but... it's going to be something. Something's going to happen where, I don't know, Retribution's going to close the lights. We're not going to see anything. She's just going to have her... A hands on her head, and then every time we see her, she's gonna have like a bald cap on, kind
1: of deal. Do I it. don't know. I, I mean, I uh, I think Mandy could pull off like a, a a
0: shorty hairdo, you know. I think Mandy could. I don't think they're gonna do it. I think I think sonia Deville, frankly, what I can see them doing is is doing what they call an undercut, an extreme undercut, where they shave the sides of her head but leave it relatively long on the top. Um, uh, kind of something similar to uh, what Ruby Riot used to have back that's in the it. day.
3: Yeah.
2: Especially with their whole stalker thing happening. And I don't expect it to be a too soon situation, but like a, the whole stalker situation happening with that, that's just crazy. You know what I mean? They WWE could kind of play into that without really talking about it. Like, oh, she has to change herself kind of thing. I don't know. They won't bring I, it up. Uh, so,
1: that, so who's yeah. your leader of this group? Since we're back to that We're still doing a challenge here
0: well, You're doing a challenge here uh, Yes I... I am doing a challenge here Duh
2: <laughs> now, I, I would kind of like I would kind of like Sonia Deville To be the leader of the brood So like an all female Ma- Not you know. Necessarily. you know what I think I'm kind of down for that too Give me Sonia. give me Rhea Give me Nikki Um Give me Ember Moon when she comes back. Give me like a crazy like female brood.
1: I'm down and, for that. That's kind of all women's empowerment type thing. Like, are they attacking men? And because I think that. Oh, I, that'd be cool. Uh, well. I mean, I guess
2: they're essentially yeah. It's kind of a, it's definitely a woman empowerment thing. They're not just always attacking men. They're attacking everybody. So they're yeah. just they want you know they 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 uh, want to be or get known and so on. Another thing I was thinking of too was kind of like a
1: female Headbangers. Also, I'm volunteering if Mandy Rose does happen to be in this brood in this Selma Hayek role, I'm volunteering to be um, Quentin Tarantino. For <laughs> reference, just so everybody knows.
2: And I don't know, for like the for instance, like, uh, no, but the Headbangers didn't really have, like, what was their thing? They just fucking wore
0: they were grungy headbangers
2: we're just grungy headbangers see if sarah logan was still there i would say ruby Riot and sarah logan um as kind of like the headbang, but that's just the riot squad i guess um but yeah but the headbangers man i feel like why didn't they make him a little bit more evil i guess it wasn't the time for that either it was like the early 90s and it wasn't about evil necessarily. It was more about stupid gimmicks.
0: Well, uh, it was when headbanging at concerts and then mosh pits were popular, and so they weren't evil because they were the good guys for the most part.
2: Unless they join in with the brood. So the brood is the all female and the headbangers. Oh no, I just made the headbangers female too. But the brood headbangers. Damn it! Let's make it a thing. Give me what I want. And so. Sonya- brood bangers. Brew
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: so far, you are the only one who wants that. So,
1: <laughs> but maybe people will hit us up on Twitter or go to our Patreon page and tell us something.
2: Wicks, the, the woman's brood. There, the army of brood. I am down for, her. and Sonia Deville is certainly leading that. That sounds because ah oh man, I just I want Sonia to get such a, like why not give Sonia Deville the freaking uh shot at the at the at the smackdown championship man she's so good like why isn't she being used better this mandy storyline is stupid and ridiculous absolutely ridiculous um oh i was also thinking of a mark merrill gimmick um
0: oh yeah so so the johnny b bad mark merrill or the wild man mark merrill
2: okay so the johnny b bad was the boxer right or was that the Wild Man? The Wild Man wild, was, the, yeah, was boxer.
0: Wild Man Johnny was a boxer. Badd
1: was Johnny B. Bad was uh, was uh, Little Richard. <laughs> right. <laughs> so <laughs> uh,
2: so uh, the Wild Man, I'm thinking more of. I guess it's kind of a cop out, but Shayna Baszler taking that role, or maybe one of the UFC women taking that role, but literally only doing punching. Right? So, because he's supposed to be a boxer. Um, and again, making that one at least a bit more serious and less Sable-esque. Because I feel like Sable ruined Mark Marrow's gimmick. Uh, well, not Mark. Yeah, ruined it because everyone cared about Sable. And no, no one necessarily cared about poor Mark Marrow. So, uh, again, just making all these... I guess you have to make them all kind of more serious. Because that's why they failed to begin with. Since they were all jokes. Um. So, um, who's a good boxer? Maybe even. Sonya Bart De- Gunn.
0: Bart Gunn. Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. Yeah, the Johnny B. Good, uh, the Johnny B. Good story though, I I could see like Dolph Ziggler doing that. Cause wasn't the Johnny B. Good character more like, I'm really, wasn't it like I'm really sexy, I'm really good, everybody wants me. Or am I mixing up gimmicks here with someone
0: else? It was, it was sort of that, but it was it was really just Little Richard is really what it was. It's, <laughs> it, was it was 100% hey, we want someone who's like Little Richard, um, so we'll call him Johnny B. Bad. Johnny B. Good. Well,
2: what his thing? Because Little Richard is a singer and he has soul and so on. But what was his thing as a
0: wrestler? It, it was little rich i mean it, it, he copied little richard's look <laughs> he did remember it, yeah well, What he, he promos he had promos right yeah he did them in little richard voice and did whoo a lot <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how else to describe johnny b bad is little richard that's all it is <laughs> it really is it's okay. fair
2: so yeah i guess that's what i'm sticking with female brood brood army or the army of brood rather um i said also uh well, that was my really good one apa kind of make it a more of a serious thing more of a security type maybe with two big men give me like uh, give me like uh a braun a braun and corbin or something but i feel like none of them have you know that'd be good i know but corbin needs to be more of a i find corbin would be amazing as like a a JBL character kind of thing. The whole fanciness, the whole arrogance, I'm better than you. Kind of like how he is with King Corbin, but with flashier suits and stuff. I could see like Corbin doing the JBL character as well. The whole limo stuff and so on. He could pull that off nicely. And uh, I'm sure Corbin looks good in his suit. No, no, not not feeling it. I just feel
1: I feel like you're, you're, yeah, I'm not a a giant fan of, of your APA, anything JBL because it, it wasn't a failure at all, and Mark Marrow really wasn't either. But I, I get it because the gimmicks themselves were Mark Marrow just wasn't. Yeah,
0: Mark Mark Marrow in WWF when he came back after his time in WCW, that was a failure overall. So I that's the Wild Man gimmick and it it failed mostly because. Uh, from what I uh, heard from all the backstage reports and everything, Vince McMahon didn't realize that he wasn't able to bring the Johnny B. Bad gimmick because that was owned by WCW so uh, Vince McMahon thought he was hiring Johnny B. Bad and then he shows up and I know I can't do that. Well, crap I guess, um, I don't know be a boxer, I guess I don't know so I've, I've got one more I've got a fourth wild card one. Host. Okay. We bring back Mr. America.
2: Mr. America. Why is this not ringing a bell?
0: Mr. America was, was Hulk Hogan Hulk
1: in a mask. Mask character.
0: Oh, right. So Jesus. so the storyline was Hulk Hogan uh was being forced to sit out the remainder of his contract. Like you can't wrestle anymore. You've got to sit out the rest of your contract as a punishment. And uh, so then, Mister America started showing up, which was obviously Hulk Hogan in a mask. Came out to Hulk Hogan's music, did Hulk Hogan's poses, right. uh, but passed said, the no, lie detector brother, test. I'm not Hulk Hogan. Yes, and then passed the lie detector test, saying that he wasn't Hogan. Uh, and then in the end, it was revealed that he was Hogan. Lie <laughs> uh-huh. detector test. <laughs> so. So yeah, so uh but here's the thing, here's the only way it works, in my opinion. Um, I don't know, maybe you guys will have other ideas. But my opinion, they bring back Mr. America. They bring him back to Hulk Hogan's music, they have him uh wearing the exact same mask, uh doing the same poses, but it's Rusev. That's fantastic.
2: it's it's I, I thought Rusev. You were Roman Reigns. Nope,
0: nope, nope, one hundred percent Rusev. Hmm. Are you bringing it back as Mr. America or Mr. Bulgaria? Nope. I'm doing Mr. America just because I think that's even funnier for the Bulgarian brutes to be be like, nope, I'm Mr. America. And uh, still still doing everything in the ring that Rusev does. The machka kick, all of that stuff, 100% um, this is Rusev, but it's Mr. America. That's what I want to see. Okay, give me what i want
2: rusev day again
0: give me what i want
2: god bless rusev day
0: <laughs> so uh on that note it does remind me of one of the news stories that came out this week uh miro rusev uh has uh, stated in an interview that vince mcmahon told him that when the fans were chanting rusev day they were mocking him and that's why he Vince McMahon didn't want Rusev Day to continue because they're mocking you. Oh, uh, um, Which says two things. A, Vince McMahon has never... Uh, Vince McMahon doesn't know what it's like to be mocked. I mean, he is mocked, but he doesn't realize. He has no idea what mocking is, number one. Uh, but number two, and I even uh, talked about this a little on Twitter, um, even if we were mocking Rusev, that doesn't change anything because it still means thousands of fans in attendance were mocking a character that's a re- that's a response that is getting over mocking yeah. is a form of getting over right um it doesn't that's matter why when they chanted fruity
1: pebbles they weren't actually rooting for cena
0: kurt angle comes out
2: for the 10
0: pebble. years to people chanting you suck you suck you suck <laughs> um That does not mean Kurt Angle was not over. Kurt Angle was about as over as as you could possibly have a wrestler be. Uh, but they were mocking him saying, you suck. Mm -hmm. Any sort of crowd response is getting over, period, right? Booing is getting over. Chanting you suck is getting over. Um, it's, it's when they stop responding that you've lost, right? Uh... They give you Xbox heat. Yeah. When, when they literally just are like, I don't want to see this person. Mm. That's when you, and so like right now, um, because there's no crowd, it's really hard to tell who's truly getting over and truly not. I would argue based on the response I see online, uh, Drew McIntyre is getting over with his character right now. Yeah. Um, but, Uh, Right now, I would argue that I think Bobby Lashley and MVP are struggling to get over. Because I don't see positive, I don't even see negative uh, reactions to their segment. There's no reaction. There's just, yeah, almost no reaction to their segment. Um, That means people just aren't caring. Um, As as much as we can say bad about uh, Nia Jax, we still talk about her, right? Uh, I still don't care about her though. I, I don't mean, really. Like, I don't like her character overall, and I don't like her work ethic. But we're talking about her, so she's getting over in a way. Um, but there are other like, unfortunately, i never I, I'm not talking about Cedric Alexander, right. right? I'm not currently talking about Ricochet. They're struggling to get over, right? Even negative reactions are reaction. That's my point. Anyways. Back to the fantasy booking.
1: I'm going to throw two out real quick before we end this. Um, I deeply, deeply, deeply have enjoyed the musical impersonator ones. Um, I would say one of the most over in history, in terms of not over for the fans but over as a heel, is Honky Tonk Man. And I, I actually enjoyed Mark I don't I, I didn't like it as... Little Richard, but that's fine. Johnny B. Bad, but um, I, I liked him as a person. I think he had the charisma. He was definitely had more charisma to pull it off than anybody else would have.
0: I would jo- love... Johnny B. Bad love... was robbed. Merrill. Robbed. He, he should be in the talks for Hall of Fame, but they never really gave him the pushes that he deserved.
1: Well, I don't know that Brock will ever allow that now,
0: but
3: anyway.
1: <laughs> um... That said, uh, uh, I would love, love, love to see a Justin Bieber impersonator wrestler. (laughs) I think that would be absolutely fantastic. And this dude can get jobbed out. It's fine, but it would be great. And the other one that I think would be great is a Michael Jackson impersonator.
2: Herring from Six (laughs) Armed Underground. (laughs) Too
1: soon. Too soon. No, it doesn't have to be Michael. You don't call him Michael Jackson. Just no. have Mela come out as a Michael Jackson impersonator.
0: Ooh. She like I, just... a I mean, you know, that's one way to get her out of um, yeah. retribution. <laughs> you didn't see the, the, if you look closely during um, one of the retribution segments, I think it was on SmackDown last week uh, when they're causing havoc, there's a female uh, retribution member who does the moonwalk. And a lot of people are thinking it's probably Carmella. Now, in reality, Carmella Jackson. In reality, it probably was just a case of, hey, we need a retribution member here. Put on this mask and go be a retribution member. Not we're going to put you in retribution. Uh, yeah, but
2: go and do the moonwalk then.
0: Um, I would argue that that's the perfect way of guaranteeing you don't get saddled with being in retribution full time. Because they come and they say, Jesus, Mello, what are you doing? We can't put you in there now. Everyone will recognize that it's you now. Mm -hmm. Nice. Well, I
2: mean, it's better than her doing nothing, though. Like, it's either do nothing or go into retribution. Like, all right.
0: She really needs uh, to do something. She's way better than half the crap they put on TV right now. So, Absolutely. So, anyway, that was. So, JLB's turn. Challenge away. Alrighty. Um Okay. So I
2: was gonna be kinda lame on this one. Um Let me put
0: on my shocked face.
2: Oh snap. Well played. Um, well I mean I was just gonna go along the lines of cause we all know about the Thunderdome, right? How that's going down. It's basically just doing what the uh, NBA is doing. They're gonna have a whole bunch of virtual stuff. Um, and the fans now can actually register to be part of that and you just have to have your webcam and whatever have you. They're building a whole thing for this and it's supposed to be for like a weekend um so ideally speaking Vince goes up to you hey officer Smarks officer kayfabe or detective or sorry detectives my bad District. Uh, district attorneys yeah sorry um Vince goes to you hey all these sports are doing this. Basketball is doing that. I don't think baseball has anybody. Um, you're my
3: top.
0: <laughs> ba- baseball has uh, Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's in the crowd. So, you know. Oh, snap. They've got cardboard cutouts, and it's awesome. I'm I'm fully expecting to see Waldo somewhere. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, well, and, and it's basically just how would you...
2: If it was up to you, you had to basically book, how would you book fan interactions onto the live TV shows? Whether it would be kind of virtual like that, whether getting the fans involved in some way, shape or form, how would you get fan the WWE Universe to get involved onto live television every week? WWE is doing it in the form of the Thunderdome with the virtual fans. Um, Ideally, though, I would like you to try and do something completely off the radar uh, in order to build fan appreciation and entertainment for everybody involved.
0: I, I think that um, WWE is going to struggle with fan interaction uh, during this whole Thunderdome, uh, if only due to internet lag. And I know you say that the NBA is doing it. I don't follow the NBA, so, so I, I guess I'll take your word on it. Um, but here's the thing. Because the NBA is um, a fast-moving, um, high-scoring sport overall, mm-hmm. the immediacy of reactions is not quite as important, right? Um, but because professional wrestling is effectively theater reaction timing is so important someone hits a big move and then they kick out at two and three quarters it's important to have the crowd gasp exactly at two and three quarters not a second later right um and lag will very easily play into that so i I, that's where i feel that that uh, the Thunderdome's going to struggle. And and maybe they're wrong. Maybe maybe they're going to find some way. Uh, I think D.A. and I had a conversation about this a few weeks ago. Uh, I don't remember whether it was on the podcast or not, or whether Alexa was listening to us um, and uh, forwarded it on to Vince McMahon. Uh, because D.A. Fabe basically suggested this exact sort of a thing. Have, have uh, screens where the audience would be and put fans on webcam up on those screens. And I said I think they would struggle with timing. Um, and so maybe they maybe they found a way to do it. Maybe they're gonna do it on a on some sort of a delay, but somehow or another those people are going to get the feed earlier. I don't know, you know. I mean, it makes sense if you have to register in advance that they would try to find some way to sync it up better, but I I I seriously think, that um, audio streams tend to stream faster because they're less bandwidth heavy.
1: Uh, oh.
0: And so having audio reactions would be, I think, easier to implement than video reactions um, and keep the timing on. And I think uh, Major League Baseball having cardboard cutouts in the audience is is awesome um, because you can pepper in the little <laughs> things, like I said, you can pack pe- Pepper in Weekend at Bernie's, Bernie into, uh, the audience or Waldo into the audience somewhere and the fans can continue to, to think. So, um, I think you implement audio streaming where people can, uh, live react, hook up your, your audio. Um, I mean, a, a, you know, I'm a perfect example. I host a podcast. I'm audio based. I don't currently have a webcam attached to my computer, mm. um, so even if I wanted to be a part of the thunder, Thunderdome right now, I couldn't be. But if it was audio only, I could sit here at my computer and watch SmackDown or Raw or whatever on my computer with my, my microphone hooked up and do live reactions to it. And it would, it, if, as long as they were able to get the, the syncing um, up properly, it would be a lot better. So I think cardboard cutouts um, and either live audio streaming Or simply, I think, having a um, relatively lightly um, moderated Twitter um, ticker along the bottom would be something really handy. Uh, A great way to get fan interaction during the show. A lot of places. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. a lot of places do. The, the, The key is you have to moderate it somewhat so you don't get dipshits coming on and just tweeting a bunch of cuss word hashtags and getting it on tv right Right. um but but you have to also make sure that they come through relatively fast so you have the the twitter um bar at the bottom that uh you know has their reactions in real time going across there um maybe even and i know it it sounds uh silly to say it but um i think a lot of us remember cyber monday and cyber uh, tuesday cyber tuesday yeah but um it was Something uh to go for deals to yeah match. but um and I, I think it was done too early i don't think the technology was there to truly do what they wanted yet i think the technology is there now to do a show where fans yeah. get a vote in um what goes on now you still have to remember this is still theater it's still uh, storyline so you can't give them just carte blanche to who do you want to see wrestle whom tonight right but but seriously having, having a live interactive vote over um, like the main event uh, you know is it going to be this type of match this type of match or this type of match and have the people vote and you know the winning match oh it turns out the main event tonight is going to be a barbed wire nitro c4 death match that's um, not going to happen
1: it's not even gonna be an option, but, but I know you want fun. it to be. It would be fun if it was.
0: Um but so I think that would be another way to kind of build fan interaction, bring bring something like that into it. Frankly, this just kind of came to my head, but I think um I don't I know WWE would never do it. Never do it, but I think that they should implement a give the guy the hook uh pull. Where during promos you can tweet a specific hashtag and if it gets enough votes, they cut the promo off and get them off our screen to move on to actual wrestling.
1: Ah, yeah, that'd be cool.
0: But that's what I'd do. Let's see what DA Fave would do.
1: Um, I still like the Nitro Party idea.
0: I like uh if
1: you I like going to feeds of people reacting to
0: matches in their homes. The only reason I didn't bring up Nitro Party right now is with covid the idea of encouraging people to host a group of people at their house is maybe a little bit Mm -hmm. insensitive but because wwe is known for their sensitivity and trying to be safe well indeed indeed i guess i guess i i I wasn't proving saying insensitive i was thinking maybe not prudent but you are indeed correct wwe is not exactly known to be either of those things so any um, of the above Go ahead. Go ahead. So that's go that's ahead, where man. I would go. I'd go with Nitro parties. That's it.
1: That's the whole thing. Nitro parties. Okay. Fair enough. Uh,
0: someone online recently brought up something that I can't believe my brain never put two and two together on. Uh, but when WCW decided to name their Monday night show Nitro, uh, they very obviously must have been thinking how similar Monday Nitro sounds to Monday Night Raw. Oh, okay. And my brain was like, "Holy crap! How did I not realize that?" I'm 42 years old. And this is this is new to me. That is true. That's very valid. Monday night draw. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, we will then move on because of Da Fab's uh, succinct answer. Love we will move on to my challenge which is fine because my challenge is going to be a little more in-depth than yours um those who have tuned into recent episodes of fbi know that i really like challenging uh people to draft in a way uh things and so i am going all in on the draft uh um so here's the deal right we have an interesting scenario coming this weekend um as you i am sure are aware this saturday we have nxt takeover um big pay-per-view for nxt as you are also likely aware or maybe you're not if you're not really following aew very closely aew dynamite this week was rescheduled due to the nba games and it was rescheduled to Saturday. So um, in a uh, kind of brilliant stroke of counter-counter-programming, after WWE has uh, counter-programmed AEW so often, AEW's like, well, fine, we'll just counter-program your NXT TakeOver. Um, So what we're going to do is we're going to draft a crossover Invasion pay-per-view in honor of this. Now, Now, the grand scheme of things is, um it, it doesn't have to be necessarily aew invading nxt or nxt invading aew but it does have to be a cross promo pay-per-view and so invasion is the easiest way to describe it we're gonna do it the same way i did before you're gonna alternate first person gets to choose the type of match and the first if there are more in than two entries the first of the entries And then the second person chooses the second and so on and so forth to fill out a six card, very nice and tight pay-per-view crossing over AEW and NXT. So, uh, because of that, pick a number uh, between one and 20. DA Fabe. Oh, 11. Okay. JLB? 16. Wow, JLB hit it right on the nose 16 it was So JLB gets to um, Choose to either go first or defer I am You should have chosen 10 Just so everybody knows Statistically the wise decision there was to choose 10 Indeed It would have been the wise decision Because then you have a 50/50 shot of being the closest but that's beside the point. JLB1 with uh on the nose guess. So I want the M- f- nose, all right? If
2: this was the prices right, I would have gotten $500. Give me what I want. Uh I will defer though. Uh smart uh Fabe can uh, take it first.
0: Okay. So DA Fabe gets to choose the first match type and first entrant.
1: Well, I ain't letting this accidentally go to waste and and not say it at the end, so uh, we're going to have a battle in war games. Oh, snap. I'm
0: awesome. okay. So who is the first entry? So this is, is going to be a typical five-on-five five war game?
1: Uh, Four-on-four. Four-on-four? it's okay. been
0: as of late, so...
1: So four, on, four. four on four, and in that is going to be undisputed
0: era, the winner of the last two war games. So we've got Cole, Fish, O'Reilly, oh oh O'Reilly, and then Straw. They have auto parts store in Canada. <laughs> yeah, I I doubt they do that. Okay, so JLB, who is your entrance to war games? Okay, so you picked the entire undisputed era, so I essentially have to pick the other You can you can pick a team or four people. Alright. Or so, a team and one person or whatever
2: Alright, so Keith Lee So uh, we're gonna do more nope. NXT people. Oh. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh no, sorry, I'm AE dubs, right? Yes, you now g have to
0: choose yeah. AE dubs.
2: Okay, so we're gonna have Young Bucks in there. Um gimme also the tag champs kenny omegs and uh oh do i want to waste all of them on but it's a nice boy we just game. put
1: together a main event from hell <laughs> <laughs>
2: no i know that's the problem uh they would be fina ah uh, damn everybody in aew is like a main eventer um you know what i'm down for okay no scratch that because i feel like this matches is the first match uh we're Mm, we're putting I feel like uh Darby would be a good uh mix in to the um uh, to the war games. Okay. Uh who he doesn't have a he doesn't have a tag team partner, huh? Okay, so I guess mm-hmm. he's just going there alone. He will be joined up
1: I take that back. They didn't win the last one. I forgot Tommaso Maso Champa. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: oh yeah. Okay, go anyway,
1: go on. They've been in all three and they won two in a row. They just didn't win the last one.
0: So, to be clear, you're taking the Young Bucks out and you're replacing them, correct? Yeah. Okay. So, Darby
2: Allen, Darby. Oh, I don't their... oh, there's so much good. Okay. Darby. Uh, We are going to put... Oh, uh, you know... Oh, Jesus. Okay. Darby. But the match is not... It's just AEW versus uh, NXT, though. So, it doesn't have to really mesh. Okay. So, Darby... Then you're also giving me um, LAX or whatever, Inner Circle, Santana, and the other guy. And Ortiz, Ortiz, okay. Ortiz, that's it. Um,
1: Last one.
2: Well, I was going to choose Havoc, but he's not there anymore.
1: Um, Who knows? Maybe the judge there will let you let it ride with Havoc.
0: (laughs) Spears. Spears, okay. Sean Spears. Okay, so we will debate the winner on that at the end. We will go ahead and move on to match number two. JLB, you get the call.
2: All right, match number two. We are going to have a Fatal
0: 4-Way Hardcore Women's matchup. Fatal 4-Way Hardcore men. Okay, so because we're not doing teams, though, who is your first? Oh, did you have a... uh stipulation for this uh, or a stakes uh, on this? I, just, uh, I don't know. What, what titles do we put, though? Yeah. You don't necessarily have to put a title. It can be bragging rights. That's fine. So who's your first entrant?
2: Uh, So my first entrant would be... <coughs> my first entrant... We're going to have to bring in uh,
0: Chris Statlander in it. Okay. Ripley. Ripley. Oh, snap. Nice. Okay. JLB. Now I, I'm I'm going to point out you made it a fatal four way. It does not have to be uh, two AEW versus two NXT. Um, and more specifically, you do not have to pick both AEW. You could choose one AEW, one NXT. Should oh, you choose? Uh, okay. You don't have to choose it because this is a four way, so it could go to either That's side. Valid.
2: Um. Okay, but I I, I like would Ford in there too. Okay. I'm sticking with AEWs. Yeah.
1: In case it's match later, I don't want to rob AEWs of all of their women right now. Since two of them are down, um, that's like ninety percent of their roster. Yeah,
0: that's right. I did that math. Really messed up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We we both went to Nebraska public schools. Uh,
1: so, math ain't um, so good here. I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with the I don't know why, but I'm going with the there. The Ray. Candace the Ooh, okay.
0: Okay, moving on to match number three, back to DA Fame for the stip. Um
1: I wanna go with a I wanna go with a submission match. Oh snap um and i'm putting Karian cross in it one-on-one submission match
0: okay so who from ae dubs is going against Karian cross here
2: submission huh? on Karian cross cody rose for the tnt championship or whatever the brag of <laughs> this
1: is just bragging rights yeah sorry
2: so, uh, well, Cody. I feel like Cody Rose would give Kerry Cross a, uh, because Cody Rose is so good in the ring and telling a story. And if it's a submission match, I feel like Cody would be.
1: I didn't make <laughs> it for a title. It was my match.
0: My bad. All right, calm your tits. There's no title. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> and and just because I looked at the roster and there's no Cody Rose right now, I put it for Cody Rhodes.
2: <laughs> Fuck! I, why do I keep doing that? Alright, Thank you. And, uh, uh, and uh, Detective K Fabe didn't uh, call
0: me out on that one either.
1: Look at him. <laughs> you're out of the loop.
0: We will be moving on. JLB, you get to choose the stipulation for match number four. Um.
2: All right. So we are going to do a tag team TLC match. How many teams?
0: I don't know. I
2: don't know if I want to just do one on one, or we make it a triple threat.
0: Well, I would say for fairness in this sort of a thing, if you make it multiple teams, um, it should be at least an even number of teams. So uh, either either one-on-one or two-on-two. You know what I mean? Match. Mozart. This is our
2: fourth match? Fourth match-up? match.
0: yes. Yep.
2: OK. Oh, uh, OK. Now, just to tag. The best of the tag teams is kind of the thing. And it's going to be a, a TLC match. OK.
0: So just um, team on team. OK. Who's the first team? FTR.
1: Interesting. So this means I am forced to choose a an NXT uh, DIY reuniting. Ooh,
0: I gotta be mm-hmm. honest. I don't. I don't even know if DIY and FTR ever actually faced each other in NXT. Who's part of this again? Gargano and Champa. Oh snap! Really? They've never fought. I don't know. Um, they might have. I'm oh, gonna look it that up. That's gonna be the match of the night. That sounds
2: awesome. Well, I mean, if you let FTR do what FTR does, they AEW. did.
0: I can't believe I didn't remember this. NXT Takeover Toronto was a two out of three falls match. DIY versus the Revival. Oh
2: shit! I know what I'm watching tonight. That sounds oh, awesome.
0: Fuck those guys. The Revival. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: FTR.
1: <laughs> uh, okay.
0: So moving on. Match number five goes back to D.A. Fabe for the step.
1: Um, I, uh, I, I, I want, I want, uh, ah, shit, I don't know. I want something where there's, there's a battle of multiple for a title, um, I think, I think at this juncture, you know, basically the last one was the tag titles. Um, we haven't really had a women's titles match. I'll take women's title and leave him the men's title for their stip. Um, and I'm going to do a women's title. Uh, we've already done the TLC. So um, I'm going to do a women's championship under the bottom rope battle royal. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow.
2: participants what's that how many participants uh 10. okay so it's pretty much everyone ever all the women left in each ross well
0: all the women left well, in I aew mean, there's, hey, there's it, some... in fairness since this is a battle royal it does not have to be uh it can be five. All you versus if you five. Want. yeah since it's an invasion storyline, it would be probably fitting for there to be at least one AEW, but that could that could legitimately be the storyline. There's only one AEW woman in there. Can she survive the, the rest Under of them? Bottom rope battle royal. Snap troop. So who is the first of the ten entrants?
1: Um we're gonna go with <sighs> NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai,
2: JLB, we're bringing in AEW Women's Champion. I always fi- I always mess up her name.
1: Hikaru Ikir- Shida. Io Oh wait, no, never mind. Hikaru <laughs> Shirai. Hikaru like Shirai.
0: <laughs> Contestant numero dos for DA AEW. Contestant number two. Um,
1: we're gonna stick in AEW. We're gonna have Nyla Rose. Not Nyla, team. not to be confused with Nyla Rhodes.
0: Yes, <laughs> okay. Nyla Rhodes would not be in this match.
2: Um, I wanna the um, she looks. I don't know. I don't remember her name because I don't watch NXT that much because of thing. But I really like. She was in the hardcore match uh, at Great American Bash the second night. Um, Mia Yin. Mia Yin, That's it. Yeah. Thank you. Number three. Mercedes Martinez. Okay, number three
0: for JLB.
2: Mercedes Martinez is. She just started on NXT.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, she's Um, relatively. She's she's a veteran on the indie scenes. Um, but she she was on the Mae Young Classic, and she also wrestled in uh, All In, and maybe even at one of the early AEW pay per views. Anyway,
2: my she she knows how to clean a good pair of teeth. Rid Baker.
0: Number four. Tegan Knox. Number four for JLB. Um, let's do
1: <clears throat> This is rumble format, by the way.
0: Oh, so entries? Okay.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I should have said that earlier. I just said Battle Royal. Um Change the order to come in. Smarts. Make it random. She just premiered on
2: AEW. She's one of the Porter Weekends.
0: Uh... uh diamante or evilise red hair red hair better evilise evilise and my surprising fifth entrant
1: is an NXT member from the UK brand one oh. s tony storm
0: ooh final from JLB. storm that's a nice call i forgot about her
1: i thought i was safe making that the last surprise entrant for my for me not surprise in the match <laughs> right um did i say f- yeah i said 10 right
0: yeah you said 10 total so five each 20 would get hard
2: all right we're bringing in big
0: swole baby Ooh, i like it okay and then jlb your choice for the main event oh. uh
1: I think the rumble format in favors, though, if we were heavy one way or the other, Smarks can really throw us a curveball later and have, like, all AEW in
0: from the start or whatever.
2: Yeah, it depends what he does there.
0: Main um, event? As, as of right now, um, you are just barely uh, AEW heavy. Six versus four. AEW heavy on that? Yeah. Wow. EO, Mercedes Martinez... Tegan Knox and Tony Storm for NXT, Hikaru Shida, Nyla Rose. Oh wait, nope. Nope. I forgot Mia Yim. So it's 5 on 5. Excuse me. Yeah, 5 on 5. It's even, even. Ooh, it's five, on five. Well. So it's exactly even.
2: Um okay. So we are doing um we are doing a triple threat unsanctioned match. Okay. For ultimate bragging rights and uh, can't uh, you can't do a main event like that without Jericho being in it.
1: What? You can't do a main event like that without um, J- Joey Janela in it.
2: I going to say Janela. I know. I know. I was going to say Janela. I'm like, I really want to see Jericho in this kind of matchup.
1: Uh, it's between Jericho or Mox. Uh, so I, I, I figured you would well, Unfortunately, because I just threw Janela in it, you have to choose somebody from NXT. And please, God, make it Keith Lee because anybody else is toast in that match.
2: Keith Lee hasn't been announced at my, key, my NXT to be. Uh... Wait, did we pick Keith Lee for
0: anything? No. No, we have not. Oh snap! We definitely get... Okay. Have have world no,
2: no, 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 So, can I replace mine with? Uh, the, 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 let's let's get Jericho out because Jericho, I feel, wouldn't add anything to the match if it's going to be an
0: unsanctioned. No. Um, um. Did we pick Omega already? Nope. You you <laughs> you pulled the young bucks and Omega, and Hangman Page out of the War Games oh match, gosh. because you didn't that's want to never, use them too early. we never not even going to be... Uh... Now, I I am going to give you an out, and say, should you want to make this more than a triple threat, a fatal four-way, a uh, sinister six-way? Sinister six-way. We have
1: to do a sinister six-way. Okay, good choice.
0: Yeah. So... Um, you said-
1: oh wait no are we leaving jericho in then we're yeah. going back to the beginning of this because it's a sinister six way. yeah yeah
0: we'll leave jericho in then leaving jericho in it and you so still I'll have the have choice leave. you don't have, have to, to leave janela but you still have that option i i think i have to i mean the,
1: again this is a match designed for him unsanctioned
0: okay so
1: new lee okay the choice um Mox belongs in a match like this and I don't want him to accidentally get left out so
0: (laughs) Mox Um, Was Gargano picked for anything? Uh, He was in DIY for uh, the TLC match
2: It's an amazing match I can't wait to go see that match afterwards um, Okay Because it has to because now we would technically have to favor too much uh, AEW right because we already have mocks we have currently two-
0: we have three AEW, correct but again that could be the story that they're telling is that AEW worked more people into this main event and it's unsanctioned so it's stacking up against the nxt people that could be the storyline you're telling i'm leaving that up to you there will be another nxt
2: <laughs> <Dude>. okay so <sighs>
1: So you're actually deciding whether or not it's.
2: Well, because if you are just picking up our NXT, because I'm just trying to feel like we were all kind of even Stevens throughout, and yes, then, so we we then we can tell that kind of story. Because man, I'm drawing blanks on NXT superstars at the moment too, which is my issue.
1: If you need Omega or Hangman in this, it's fair to put Omega or Hangman in this. <laughs>
2: I was going to put Omega, but I wanted to make it fair for NXT, but yeah, Omega. We'll do Omega. I just wanted to make it even, but Omega definitely deserves to be in this kind of matchup.
1: That's fair. Um, I think that that this particular match sets up for um, a character who really isn't known for doing matches like this that's in NXT, but the persona that he plays would fit really well for this. Um the character that he is, and I really think that um, it's a really good opportunity for someone's name to live forever. I think Damian Priest
0: is in this match. Ooh. Okay. So, and now in a wild card round, I'm going to give either of you, I mean, both of you guys, a chance to go back and change one pick should you choose. You don't have to, but you have the option to change any one pick well, unfortunately,
1: Darby Allen's already being used, and I, I, I just don't see anybody in that final match. um Down. Janelle, Janelle is the one who doesn't fit in terms of the talent level or the the star Starves. level. Yeah, I'd
2: to take Darby Allen though out of the first matchup and maybe
0: put. uh Who's in our first matchup for War Games? Uh, Undisputed Error versus Darby Allen, Santana Ortiz, and Sean Spears. What did I picture?
2: Um <laughs> because I would love to take Darby Allen and put him into the angst sanctioned. And ah, oh, but it's already Man, even maybe remove Jericho and put Darby Allen in there. I think Jericho's a better fit with the Santana Ortiz already being in that.
0: So I will let you swap Jericho for Darby Allen. Is that a yes?
2: That would be a good uh, that'd be a good fit with Inner Circle War Games und- Against Undisputed Era. So yeah, let's do that. Okay. Which means that
1: Sean Spears just inadvertently became part of Inner Circle, which is fine. <laughs> I mean he needs something. He <laughs> yeah, kinda does right now. Yeah. Kinda of floundering a little bit.
2: Who's uh, yeah. who's gonna be the right now? It's gonna be technically Blanchard, FTR. Well, Blanchard is gonna be the manager, FTR. Yeah, and they, it, they face the Bucks, so Bucks aren't going to be in it.
0: Yeah, they haven't 100%. I, if I were a betting man, I would say Sean Spears, FTR, and either Hangman Page or Cody. Cody turning heel or Hangman Page turning heel. That'd be my my options. But, uh, D. A. Fabe, did you have any one choice you wanted to change?
1: It, it's that star power that bugs me, but it's also. The, he's the character that makes that match. Him and Mox are the two characters that make that match, that unsanctioned match. They don't have to win it.
0: I, you, just, you, you can change any choice from any of the uh, matches, though.
1: I understand. But the only one I'm not loving right now is that with the exception of, of you know, if I if I could go back and have had um, an additional two teams in that, uh, that DIY versus...
3: Well,
2: keep in mind could still technically put brian cage in. yeah i'm that. still leaving him out i
1: don't i don't i don't love it um because i feel like he I, might even i love that him. i love that that sensational six way or whatever it's called mm-hmm. uh, uh and i and i, and I don't want to take i just don't want to take hangman or i don't want to take uh uh omega mox or Janela out of that and i don't want to um I don't you want really, to take two so NXT, should... either of
2: the two NXTs out, so... So you don't feel that a Derby should be in there? You want to... You
1: would, you oh, want I to like Derby in there, too. Like, uh-huh. that match is designed for AEW. An unsanctioned match. So is we it a lethal eight?
2: What's that? Do we make it a lethal
0: eight? No, I think we're fine. Okay. I think we're fine. Okay. So here's the deal. This was always going to be a struggle because I'm only doing six matches and you have two entire rosters to pull from. So uh, there are. You're going to
1: accidentally leave out a hangman or something like
0: that. Yeah. You're going to leave out a hangman or a Young Bucks or a Finn Balor. Um, (laughs) You know, uh, there's going to be those things. Or Cameron Grimes, you know, um, they're going to inherently be be left out um but so now we are going to go into the predictions or more specifically booking standpoint starting off with the opening match war games we have team undisputed era versus team uh aew that's sort of uh inner circle minus uh one and then adding sean spears (laughs) i guess it would have been hilarious
2: Orange Cassidy had to be part of Inner Circle for one night to represent a side war
0: Games. We mm-hmm. uh, left out
2: best friends. Yeah, we oh. don't
0: have best friends. We don't have Orange Cassidy.
2: Oh, Jesus. I think best friends would have been better than maybe...
0: Oh, we're horrible people. Um, Dude, you're not going to get them all. We're not yeah, going to get them all. I mean, about the only way we'd get them all is if every single match was multi-person, Right. Yeah, and does anybody
1: really want something other than DIY versus no, uh, no. <laughs> is FDR? No. Like that's the only one that's really limited. Oh so. rev-
2: <laughs> okay. Anyways, it's done. Um, it's undisputed era versus inner circle Spears. Uh,
1: inner spear cult. <laughs> so. This was entirely on my behalf designed for nxt to get the first win hands down no his hands or butts i didn't think there was any way you could put together a team that was uh gonna be a better fit here um you got close but i i really think this goes to undisputed era because of their amount of time together
2: yeah uh, i would say that too and i and think
1: experience in this particular match
2: it's in this uh particular match and also just the fact that they're, well they're both heels technically, but experience, uh, experience thrives so yeah, I, I would agree with Undisputed Era taking it and I would also just
1: like to see this match happen. Yeah, that would be a fun match to watch.
0: About the only change I would have done is I would have put and Guevara in there and had it be the full inner circle you have two teams that are already set up with four players and it I might as well just have both four players in it, but that's both to me. I know. Moving on his
2: chairs and says he raped sasha banks so you know he's not coming into this no he
0: didn't actually rape her he just wanted to rape her yes and and he's already back wrestling full-time again so you know they said matt hardy oh my god we forgot matt Eh, matt Hardy. isn't uh so moving on four-way hardcore women's title not title match but women's match we have rhea ripley chris statlander Candice LeRae and Penelope Ford. This also sounds fun.
1: Um, I don't see how this goes anywhere but Statlander and Ripley, or Ripley winning. Um, I think that the, the um, was it Extreme Rules? Is that right? Or Hardcore Match? Extreme yeah, Rules. Yeah. Extreme Rules. Hardcore. Whatever you want to call it. Um, I think that does open up a little bit of a door for Candice LeRae being a little bit of a psycho, <laughs> Poison Pixie. Sorry. Don't want to piss her off too much, but um, I I think Penelope Penelope Ford cannot win this man.
3: No,
2: unfortunately not. I haven't seen any like craziness on her part. I don't think she's ever did anything with a chair and smacking someone with it. She always passed it to what's his face. Uh, I'm gonna say Kip Sabian. Am I right about that? Yes, Kip. Which
0: I feel like I haven't seen him on TV in a while either. He's been there supporting her, but that's... That's about it. about it, so... So, so we basically say Ford's out one way or another. Yeah.
1: I think the argument comes down to Ripley and Statlander. That's it. That's where I'm at, And, uh... um, I know who I would choose, and I know that I would catch flack for it, so I'm gonna leave that in your hands.
2: I'm just... Based off a storyline standpoint, we've had NXT win the first one, we have AEW win the second... Because I feel like we have to portray this, well, not necessarily one wins one, one wins one, but I feel like stat.
1: Ah, but yeah, no, Rhea. I'm not upset it. with either choice.
2: No, I know. Me neither, though. It's just I'm trying to figure out storyline-wise. Yeah, you know what? No, I'm good with Rhea actually, because that would give two up on NXT, and then the next match, which I believe is the tag match. Uh, next one's me. submission, but
1: yeah, we'll get
0: to the tag pretty quickly here. So are, do we have a consensus, Rhea Ripley?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm down with... Rhea. I, like I said, I was down with either
0: one. Okay, consensus. Rhea Ripley wins. So NXT goes up two to nothing. Moving on. Sparks is all sorts of pissed
1: right now. <laughs>
0: uh, nope, nope. I see storylines here. Uh, submission match. Carrion Car- Cross versus Cody Rhodes. <laughs>
1: um... I
0: Karrion I... Cross
2: is going down this is this is what this is Rhodes' claim
0: he's the leader of AEW what's his he has...
1: submission move name one submission move that he does
0: figure four he oh. has has pretty much put the tie on the figure four for AEW yeah. I mean in he's fairness done. his dad Dusty did it um back in the day so
2: yeah I didn't pick Rhodes for no reason I know he did the figure four a bunch of times he's done the sharpshooter I think twice since I've seen him in aw um i feel like he can do some sleeper hold stuff and he's done but his figure four is his go-to for sure with the woo before he does it
0: so i i i'm guessing we have a debate here we have someone just trying to be nice i don't really want to be
1: nice here i feel like Gary Cross is the hands <laughs> down of this so how did you take it
2: give me the give me your rundown on how this would go
1: it's freaking carrying cross like a, cross jacket a, in four seconds, game over, done. But this is also Cody Rhodes. He tosses he tosses Cody around the ring like a like a rag doll, and then eventually throws on the cross jacket. I mean the the story here is that Carrier Cross actually does a six minute match instead of a six second match. That's the story. You're giving a an option.
2: What? I don't know. Just because of Cody Rhodes's experience, you can't do. Kerry Cross ain't no a spring crush. chicken bud. Well, I mean, he's only. Am I messing up Kerry Cross with someone else? Give me one second.
1: Well, I mean, you might only know him as Kerry Cross, but as Killer Cross, he was around for 10, 12 years. All right. No. Okay.
2: It's the guy I was thinking of.
1: Um. I. Uh, I don't know if I want to seed. Um, carrying across his first loss in WWE since he's, since going to WWE to so yeah you know what it would be really interesting to have to have a tie break here cuz we've never had to end these in a tie break I understand where you're coming from I hope you understand where I'm coming from I do um and I think we should throw it to Smarks
0: to decide <laughs> I've just been sitting here giddy like a little schoolgirl cuz I like hearing you guys argue um <laughs> Uh, as the tie break, um because I have Well been does number one,
1: does, do you agree to a tie break?
0: I agree that I can be a tie break in this case. I as long as both of you guys uh I, no, I, that's what I was asking Find yeah. Find you're at a impasse. Um and I as the tie break will say I think Karrion Cross wins this. Uh uh for multiple reasons. Um but like DA Fabe said, I'm not ready to have him suffer his first loss um even to Cody. I'm I'm totally fine with this being a, a six, maybe even a 10-minute long match where Cody gets some some licks in um but uh carrying I mean across I think him
1: you himself. can tell the story of Cody being an overcomer in this match without mm-hmm. carrying across losing.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that's what I was thinking too. I'm like, yeah, because I agree with that. Uh especially to have his first loss here. Uh after NXT take over. You don't think he's going to beat Keith Lee, do you?
1: No. Well, I don't know. I would. I'd have
0: him beat Keith Lee. He's the heel.
1: Yep.
0: Heel champion. No?
1: Uh, Mm.
3: Okay.
0: But on top of that, my other reasoning is from a storyline standpoint, if you're doing an invasion storyline, you start off with the uh, home team getting three victories in a row. That tells a, a, a better story in my book than they win this one. The other team wins this one. They win this one. So now we've got the invaders behind the eight ball having to prove something going into the final three matches. Um, True. And, which, and
1: the last one is hands down going AEW. Like we know it is. So there's yeah. really only two matches that they have to win.
0: Mm-hmm. So so I put Cross winning. Uh, NXT is up three to nothing. Moving into the tag TLC match. DIY versus FTR.
2: NXT was this? That that match actually happened? I want to make sure.
0: Uh, takeover Toronto, if I'm remembering correctly.
1: This is a, like, 25-minute long match. The Perfect. table's breaking with chairs being used with... Oh, um, uh, what's, what's Tommaso Ciampa's thing? The...
0: Yeah, Air Raid crash through some tables. Air Raid crash off, of
1: off of a ladder through two tables on the outside. This match is phenomenal, but it comes down to Gargano and yes. Champa not being able to coexist, mm-hmm. and FDR gets the win. Not a doubt in my mind.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I completely agree there. There's going to be a, a mesh-up between uh, Gargano and Champa. They can't coexist again, and that's end up going to be in their downfall but it's going to be an incredible matchup and yes it is an xd toronto i'm scared
0: okay. <laughs> so the comeback begins AEW wins uh that tag match with FTR. moving on to the fifth one the women's championship under the bottom rope uh, Royal Rumble sort of thing. Um, and I'm I'm throwing a twist at you guys because I didn't wanna randomize these. I think you guys need to debate who comes out, who starts out, who comes in in what order. So okay. I'm gonna um, get my notes I'm right. them down as well. I'll I'll I will read you the, the entries. Now here's the deal. You're not limited to choosing from your entries in entry order, right? So you can choose from any of the ten for entry order. But we're gonna go back and forth. Um, and so I think we'll start with D.A. Fabe. Your choices are Io Shirai, Hikaru Shida, Nyla Rose, Mia Yim, Mercedes Martinez, Britt Baker, Tegan Nox, Ivalice, uh Tony Storm, and Big Swole. I'm going to start
1: this strong, and I'm going to start with Mercedes Martinez.
0: Okay, who's number two? All right. Uh, <laughs> no,
2: she comes out later. Um... Alright, uh... Which... Which one is the women's AEW Women's Champion again?
0: Hikaru, Hikaru Shida.
2: She comes out first. First oh, two,
0: yeah. Mercedes Martinez and Hikaru Shida. Moving on, who's the third entry?
1: Uh, Nyla Rose. Oh, so early. Fourth? They're gonna need six people in the ring to get rid of her. True. She can spread her arms out. Use really wide base.
2: Um... Who's our uh, NXT picks
0: for the women's here? Uh left we have Io Shirai Mia Yim, Tegan Knox, and Tony Storm
2: coming all the way from the UK
1: Tony Storm I son of a bitch god I was hoping that was going to be the last entrance
0: number Yay. 5
1: no. Mia Yim now there's a 3 on 2 unless somebody's already been eliminated
0: uh, Britt Baker come on down Left, we have Io Shirai, Tegan Nox, Evilise, and Big Swole. Ivalice. Uh
2: Yeah, yeah. AEW is going to have a little one up.
0: So, um... um... But, but... Big Swole, the last member from AEW to enter. Yeah. Okay. So now the final two. Io Shirai, Tegan Knox. You know, I think this this really... this
1: Because it's under the bottom rope, I think it favors Eo. Because she can quickly jump out over the middle rope Or over the bottom rope Or something like that mm-hmm. um, So I'm going to have Tegan Come in here And a fresh EO would be really interesting
0: yep. Plus uh, her name EO looks like 10 Hey yeah <laughs> <laughs> Something to be said for that I suppose Okay so With EO finally in the ring We're not going to have to go One by one on elimination eliminations. No. That's fine I think we can um, say the
1: final four though. Okay. Um, I think uh Big Swole and Eo will be my people for the final four.
2: Okay. Uh and you say Eo and Big Swole.
1: Yeah. Even though I wanted Tony Storm to still be around and she can tell the story of being the long lasting one, but I don't think she can win it unless she comes in late.
2: Um Hakira
1: and Ukaroshida, okay or, or Akira
3: <laughs> Akira Akira
1: okay Um.
2: <laughs> so wait we got two 80 dubs already in there
1: uh-huh. you can and leave you can make it three you can have a betrayal you can have all sorts of stuff my, I know what,
2: my girl Britt Baker has to be in there though so uh, Hakira, Hakira and uh, Britt
0: Akira Jesus see you make me talk Canadian when you do stuff oh, like that geez. Oh, Jesus. Hey, so Final Four, if I'm correct, is Eo, Big Swole, Baker, and Sheeta, correct? Yep. Yep. So now I we think have a
1: gang up on Big Swole here, unfortunately. I sure as hell would. Yeah. Uh
2: well why would they gang up on Big Swole though? It's two two, no?
1: She's the big person in the ring. <laughs>
2: right, but it's still <laughs> But why would they still gang up? Because it's still trying to put dominance on their separate brand. So Yeah, yeah, but there
0: still can only be one winner. This is true. Or Big Swole. So they gang up on Big Swole, get her out, leaving EO, Baker, and Sheeta. And I
1: think Baker has to be the next one to go up, unfortunately. Which leaves us with EO and Sheeta going over the top a lot. Yeah. (laughs) And to tell the story that's going to have to be told, I think Sheeta wins. Okay. What's...
2: Okay. And if Sheeta, Yeah. Because then AEW would be two.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Three-two okay. going into the final match. Assuming we're we're saying Sheeta wins. I think that's the consensus. Yeah. Okay. So... Ooh, the... I don't like it,
1: though. I don't like it at all.
3: <laughs>
1: I think Sheeta has to go over the... I think what happens is Sheeta goes over the rope, grabs EO from under the rope, and drags her out. That's how I think that happens.
0: Oh, okay. So then the final, six-way, unsanctioned match, heavily in AEW's favor. Joey Janela, Darby Allen, Moxley, Keith Lee, Damian Priest, and Omega. I think this, is this like an elimination, or is this just whoever wins? I think this is just first actual, I guess, I don't know, that's up to to uh, JLB, who came up with this match, but I would assume a typical unsanctioned is still just a single pin.
2: It's technically a single
1: pin. That's why this match is going to take forever. I, I think I think you end up having Mox and Janela just because they're so deathmatch oriented. Yeah. Um, I, I think they just beat the living hell out of each other and they take all the bumps. So I don't, I mean, I think that's how you, 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 end up with it being two on two. Um, that said, Kenny Omega is still, he's still uh, bumper. It's still can. probably the best wrestler in North America. Yeah. Oh my God.
2: Omega and Lee though.
1: Woo. Can Omega hit Keith Lee with the one winged angel?
2: <laughs> I don't think so, but they could try.
1: God, that'd be incredible. I think Omega wins this. He, he's, he's he's built, he's done these matches. Exactly. And exactly. he's great in these matches. Um, but he's also built to handle the Keith Lees and Damian Priest of the world. You know? Uh,
2: Mox, is, Mox, Mox and Janela are getting the brump of things. So, oh, obviously. For sure. So they're getting the majority of the bumps. Omega's kind of doing the picking up afterwards, although
1: Omega can get his hands dirty, but just really like the idea of a coffin drop on Keith Lee, though, (laughs) 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 to take Keith Lee out or Damian Priest, either one. Oh, I mean, then
2: again, also, uh, I mean, we can't forget about Darby. He's going to be. Yeah. So Mox,
1: Janela and Darby are just going to get totally annihilated. And and... Darby's going to annihilate himself by missing a coffin drop on somebody through a table outside the ring that's covered in charts of glass oh jesus (laughs) like that's but i i i think this is kidding omegas to win i really do
2: yeah and i and i see it as keith lee and omega as the last two people kind of everyone else is just all busted and finished yeah and just to kind of tell that story, Keith Lee face of NXT versus Omega. Well, not really the face, I guess, but the men that started it all the best in North America face Yeah. Omega.
1: I mean the the face of AEW is Cody, but Keith Lee's or not Keith Lee, uh Omega's still the best wrestler in North America. Yeah. Not that Cody's not up there. Like, don't get me wrong. Right. No, but that's it. But in this
2: match type, I think Kenny Omega would be the face. I know of uh, AEW in this match.
1: Type, yeah, he's the face. Yeah. So well, Mox, in is, the end except we for have... the fact that he has so much history with Janela and how fun.
2: Oh, I really want to watch fun. the distinction match again between Mox and Janela. Oh, that was so good. I think that was on like their first pay per view,
0: if I'm not mistaken. Well, it was pretty early on, yeah. So, so Ooh, I so. Close, if I'm... Mox wasn't there
2: yet. Um yeah. But it was first it was Mox there, yes. First yes, first Mox there, yeah. But yeah, it's when he when he came in, no? Yeah. Well after that pay per view, because he came in during the whole uh Jericho thing. Yeah. The name of the pay-per-view escapes me. But that one.
0: Double or nothing.
2: No, no, no. The one where he did the match with uh where Mox did the match with
0: Janela. Oh, I don't remember the name of that. It was relatively early no, on. It might have but... been fight for the fallen. Yeah, that's
2: it. It was a barrel something match. I'm not talking about the unsanctioned match with Kenny Omega and Mox was crazy too. That was the so, on television. So,
0: so I'm hearing uh, Omega is the winner, though, correct? Yeah I, mean, yeah. yeah, I think I
1: think that. Yeah, and I think it's a it's it's not a gang up win. It's just Omega is the winner. Mox is well, enough of a loose cannon. You can easily say that that's not the.
0: You know, in a way, it's the opposite of a gang up uh, win. It's a everyone else has basically eliminated themselves in one way or another, leaving it just Omega and Lee. Lee. With Omega hitting the one winged angel
1: on Keith Lee. Yeah,
2: that would be the ultimate shocker just to end the night. Like, oh my God, he's doing the one winged angel, one winged angel on Keith Lee. Boom. And since no one, uh, is it the V trigger that no one gets out of, or the one winged angel? The one winged angel. So then you can would- have
1: the first kick out of a one winged angel, and then he's not getting that.
2: He's not one. like oh then he maybe it's the second one. Ooh yeah, because then that would also show the power in NX in uh, Keith Lee too, and not make NXT look so weak. Although it's going to be three three at the end of it. Uh, all right,
1: I like that. He it's kind of the like, first- like Cody didn't. It? Cody just was in the wrong type of
0: match for
1: Cody versus Karrion Kross Cross. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay, fun time. So 3-3 three, three, tie at the end of the invasion, which actually sets up for other invasion storylines if they wanted to do that. Of That's course, it. we're not going to see this because there's no way Vince and Tony Khan both suck up to each other uh, enough to actually do this, but yeah. it would be fun.
2: I'm going to make this a pay-per-view whole event on WWE 2K19 or 20, and we will see it, and I will simulate it. Send you guys the
0: video. You do that. You do that. But, we are going to go ahead and move on to our final major segment, Ring of Honor AEW or Impact. I'm going to give a list of three WWE wrestlers that you will need to relocate to a different company. The choices from me this week... <laughs> I'm laughing even reading what I wrote. Natalia. Naomi and Lana.
2: Naomi's <laughs> <Okay, you laughs> name in there, you sloppy son of a...
1: He could have thrown Sasha in instead of Lana. <laughs> Alright, well, I'll go first. Um, Lana to AEW. And the reason she's going to AEW is so she can be there with her husband. So, that's why she's going to AEW.
2: Is he there already? No.
1: No, no. but okay. it allows us to get Miroslav to AEW. Fair enough. Um, and I'll do... Only, only because it's gonna piss off JLB. Uh, I'm gonna go Naomi to Ring of Honor um, for reasons, just because JLB really thinks that Ring of Honor is the lowest of the total pole here, which means that Natalia goes and enjoys a very strong women's division in uh, Impact. <laughs> I do, uh, I do agree though. Natalia does fit well in Impact. That, that I do agree with.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she's definitely
1: a uh, a very good jobber
0: for that division. Yeah. <laughs> she will make Rosemary and Taya Valkyrie look very very good. <laughs> Jesus. And and can you imagine Jordan Grace throwing Natalia around in her
1: gimp outfit? Yeah. Get <laughs> <laughs> uh, over it.
2: Get some charisma, Natalia. Jesus. Ugh. Um okay, so like I man, I don't know cuz I don't care necessarily... like no we are putting naomi in ae dubs because they oh but naomi sucks on the mic too
1: <laughs> it's so fantastic to hear you say can you say it again naomi what oh that's done
2: you're never hearing me say that again
1: i'm putting uh, that on a t-shirt <laughs> Naomi sucks on the mic sucks on the just blank 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 <laughs>
2: um okay so I like Natalya and Impact. Natalya is going to Impact. I think that's perfect. Um, yeah, no, I will have to agree with you though. I have to agree with you because I think Lana is a good fit for AEW. She brings, but Naomi's so much better than Lana in wrestling. So I think Lana gives be better.
1: War the words for Britt Baker too.
2: That's what. I, that's the only reason why I want Lana there to see how that would go down. Uh, maybe do like a, also they might even do like a Mean Girl tag team thing. Um, but Lana just sucks at wrestling though Naomi's better than Lana In wrestling
1: but Lana has the mic skills You're right <sighs> Naomi's better than Lana That's the shirt <laughs> just, you know, Naomi's better than Lana <sighs> now, meh face. Uh, meh. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to look to
0: see if I can do A double sided shirt so I can put Naomi's better than Lana and then dot, 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 and then on the back, but Naomi sucks on the mic. <laughs> oh, jeez.
1: And the mic is Jay. Never mind.
0: Jay, who's. That's <laughs> you're going to say. Right?
1: Really? No, I, I, I stopped with Jay.
0: It is Jay C. Pennies. <laughs>
2: you guys are horrible Naomi if you ever listen to this These guys are assholes I believe in you You deserve better Hey you should- you're, you're you- the one who
0: said she sucks on the mic I didn't say that
2: Because okay, she's not given a chance On the mic for her to prove herself um, Whereas Lana Has proved herself on the mic Unfortunately though Naomi is gonna have to be A woman of honor which is not necessarily a bad thing. Maybe she might do something there. And Lana will be doing great things with Britt Baker, uh, whether feuding against each other or forming a tag team, because the role models are back in town, baby. And Lana's part of it, and Rusev then will also go to AEW, which I really want to see. So it's also selfish reasons. So I agree with the d-a-k fit
1: so i just want to go on record um are is it is it everything you can do to stop your yes movement there mr smarks <laughs> uh, detective sparks um yeah. to prevent from waking up your child right now <laughs> i'm enjoying this so much <laughs> <laughs> you, I you feel could like almost you to jump around the room yelling yes 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 do-
0: you literally could almost hear the pain in his voice as he <laughs> as he was like i have but they Naomi me the a ring of honor i don't just they just got really <laughs> depressed that's the... <laughs> uh, i'm not crying it's just raining on my face
1: do you, do you need to dial the suicide hotline <laughs> i'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Keep dialing
1: nine. Is that what it is? All right, let's keep going before I throw a temper tantrum and just
2: hang up on you guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can go to Xplode if you want. <laughs> Get some revenge. Do Finn Balor and people people's marks likes better than Finn Balor?
2: Um. Well, we're gonna do. We're gonna do. I was actually thinking of uh, just. Pure NXT superstars. So Keith Lee, Finn Balor. Keith Lee, Finn Balor. I feel like we've already done we've done Adam Cole several times, I feel, in stuff like this, so I don't want to put Adam Cole in there. And um Roderick Strong.
0: Okay. Keith
2: Lee, Finn Balor, Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong will go to ROH because he's been there, done that.
0: Yeah, this is tough. Um because I like I like all three of them, you know. Um, I I'd be putting Finn Balor and Adept, uh in a way reuniting a Bullet Club, yeah. um, but there's such a great storyline they can tell because. Uh, but
2: you'd reunite a Bullet Club, if you went to Impact,
0: um, well, you'd reunite it with the Good Brothers, but not really. Because here's the deal: the storyline to tell is Kenny Omega was the one who usurped Finn Balor in oh, the Bullet Club. Sh- Rue, right. And so so there's a good storyline there. Um, But uh, so Finn Balor to AEW. um, The tougher ones are Keith Lee and Roderick Strong. Because Roderick Strong actually had a run in Impact where he was pretty good. But he also had a run in uh, Ring of Honor where he was pretty good. Um, I think the tiebreak for me on that... um, it is it is three words moose and uh willie mack Ooh. having moose versus keith lee and willie Mac versus keith lee to me uh literally sends chills down my spine i think those would be two phenomenal matches yeah
2: match of the year contenders
0: so keith lee to impact uh roderick strong to ring of honor uh that is my final answer <laughs> Well, I have to be different because I don't copy people. There
1: will be no control C, control v here. Fuck you? yourself.
3: <laughs>
1: wow. Holy shit. <laughs> that, was... Whew, that was over the top. Okay. Um <laughs> so I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Roddy Strong in AEW. Um for an opportunity to shine um and uh i i i think that him going after the tna world champion or tna championship would be um real or tnt championship sorry would be really really entertaining to watch so um him and cody could put on a banger of a match really a banger of a match um so from there I'm gonna go I, I, I can't disagree with you with moose and Willie Mack and Keith Lee and, and possibly even a uh, triple threat that like that was the strongest argument you make. and I know you like the idea of the Bullet Club get back together and I like that as well, but uh, I like the idea of Roddy versus versus uh, Cody very, very well too. So in a in a series of matches. And he just wants to be different. I do want to just be different. You're right. I can do that. Um, yeah, it's part of part of what I do. Um, I also think that Finn Balor would lend a ton of credibility to ROH that they already have, but people don't give them credit for. Um, and uh, and we could have him reunite with Marty Skrull <laughs> to make the Bullet Club. <laughs>
2: Or what is it called now in roh it's called the um isn't it like the it's some other name no
0: the villain club
2: the villain club. yeah
0: they really don't have the bullet club in ring of honor because that's uh new japan really so yeah, they really just have marty squirrel from the bullet club owning uh, or leading a
1: group called the villain club and i think you could i don't think they were actually in the bullet club together but that's okay call them the bullet club rejects or something <laughs> Good enough. So, or the OC. Yeah. The original club. Or the original
0: club. Only
2: the, club that matters. That was actually pretty so. genius by WWE
1: to do that. It's just it didn't go anywhere. Well that, that might have something to do with, you know, firing two of the members. <laughs> of yeah.
2: No, they had enough time to try and do something with it. They had the OC for like six months before that.
1: Yeah. yeah. And they were still just and they, they, they took a great tag team
0: and made them... How are, we, how are they doing in that impact? Um, they doing pretty good. They've destroyed the tag teams they've been against so far. I think they're probably building up eventually to a uh, uh, title feud, but they haven't put them in the title picture just yet. Nice. So anyway,
1: um, the three I'm going to pick are going to be... I don't know. I, I don't want to pick on either of you guys. Like I wanted to, and then... I just I decided not to so I'm not gonna pick on either of you guys and I'm gonna do tag teams and uh, so um, theoretically I would say that uh, uh, Seth Rollins and Murphy are a tag team right now so I'm going with it Um, and obviously the Street Profits are a tag team and the trying to decide if I want to do Viking Readers, War Machine whatever you want to call him or if I want to do what's that I was
2: gonna say if if you're gonna choose between Viking and heavy machinery you have to choose Viking heavy machinery hasn't been a tag team in god knows how long where the hell has Otis been prepping for
1: his match with Braun.
0: Duh. (laughs) go at home (laughs) sitting around massaging his briefcase
1: I'm gonna go with heavy machinery because somebody tried
0: to tell me how to do my job Okay, so Street Profits to AE Dubs because a Street Profits versus um uh private party match is calling oh FUN. Oh. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. Um and it could finally put together uh the put to rest all the people who say private party is a street profits ripoff or street profits or a private party ripoff or whatever. I don't think either of them are ripoffs of either thing. I think they both are a product of the cultures that they were raised in. Um, they're, they're enough different, you know, yeah. uh,
2: well that in private, well, if you want to make that argument, technically private
0: parties, much younger they, than they street profits. Indeed, younger. Um, they also, here's the deal is, Street Profits didn't come together till NXT. Private Party came together organically on the Indies. Um, so that mm. plays in. But no, Street Profits versus Private Party and AE dubs. But then, of course, you also get Street Profits versus Young Bucks, Street Profits versus FTR, Street Profits versus uh, Santana and Ortiz. Uh, the, NXT, the AEW uh, tag team division is the best tag division in uh professional wrestling today if you ask me solidly and uh street profits i think help that not that i don't like the other tag teams on this i think that the storylines for street profits in AEW would be better uh moving on to the other two uh uh, (laughs) seth rollins and murphy and uh heavy machinery um <laughs> and and uh I have a hard time believing I'm actually saying this. Uh Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy to Ring of Honor. Um Heavy Machinery would be awesome in Impact though. Heavy machinery and impact to go up against Team Triple XL. Um you know, uh, Otis versus AC Romero. Uh yeah, I'm I'm down for these big Hoss battles happening in an impact ring. So Um, And here's the deal From a technical wrestling standpoint I mean, uh, it'd be a homecoming In Ring of Honor for Seth Rollins Uh, He could go back to using his Tyler Black name if he wanted to Probably would have to, to be perfectly honest Uh, Buddy Murphy, as far As I know, never uh, spent any Time in Ring of Honor Uh, But from a style standpoint, Buddy Murphy Fits the Ring of Honor style A lot better, so Nice Nice. Um, Nice
2: man i can't argue with the street profits uh going to AE dubs but i do they have to stay as a tag team
0: yeah murphy and uh well i mean arguably speaking uh is any tag team ever exclusively a tag team anymore true they would have to stay as a tag team to go to that promotion but they can still wrestle you know singles matches
2: true um I don't know. I think Seth would be good. Seth and Murphy would be good. Good for Impact. Uh, Seth would kind of give that. He would give that main event status sort of ordeal. But uh, Murphy would also add a lot to, you know, Seth and Murphy facing the North. Or um, I think those kind of matches would be kind of pretty decent. So I'm bringing Seth and Murphy to Impact and Heavy Machinery. To ROH, I know I said that enough, mm, but I just don't know their tag teams there, so I don't know if that would be a good fit for them. But that's ultimately where they would have to go.
1: God, I'm really surprised you didn't have Seth and Murphy go to AEW, just so that uh, Seth can fight against Roman at some point. You mean Moxley? No, Roman. But you said AEW. I'm just messing with you. No. <laughs> I'm just Starting a rumor, <laughs> rubbing to AEW confirmed. Oh, Not going to happen.
2: No, he's staying in WWE until it's over.
1: Which, at the current rate they're going, is in about four point three years, folks. <laughs> and you can quote us on that. <laughs> and we done pizza rolls? Is that what you made? Was pizza rolls?
0: No, no nope, okay. hot pocket Hot pockets. Hot so, yeah, so that brings us to the end of this episode. I think we had a ton of fun. I hope everyone listening had uh, fun as well. Make sure to follow us on our social medias. You can follow me on Twitter at rawandorderwbu. You can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K. Fabe. And you can get to JLB at JLB 420 is the brand My
2: co-hosts are assholes don't not follow them you can follow I and only I that is Mr. JLB the RCMP of the galaxy it's not just Canada ladies and gentlemen follow me at JLB420 on Twitter Real Talk Radio is not just a brand it's a total entire faction of greatness that you can follow at Real Talk Radio 8 www.realtalkradio.online, because .com and .ca are bland like my co-hosts for today. So you can certainly do that. And I love you all. I hope you're practicing social distancing, you're wearing your masks, and uh, you don't drink the haterade like these guys. <laughs> but I still love them, and they're still awesome, although they... I don't think Naomi deserves better
0: <laughs> also, I'm still washing my hands Just so everybody knows I I would like everyone to know I didn't just suddenly start washing My hands uh, when This whole <laughs> pandemic came along I was washing my hands beforehand And will continue Even after the pandemic <laughs> is gone Because those who don't wash their hands Are ill
1: Disgusting
0: Ill. Ill. Like H's H's are, are ill I I do
2: feel like there was probably a lot of people Who weren't and now they've made it a thing
1: I hope not I Um, feel like if you weren't washing your hands before You probably aren't washing your hands now uh, Damn
2: I don't know why you don't I don't know that's a different story to tell. At a different
0: time. <laughs> also, make sure to, if you like this show, you need to subscribe to it on whatever podcast platform you use. Uh, there's always going to be some sort of follow or subscribe button to make sure you get notified whenever we post new episodes um you can also support us by sharing it that's the easiest and cheapest way to support us just share the episode on social media and say hey i just got done listening to uh this fantasy booking show for professional wrestling you'd love it ha 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 go here um you can uh support us that way for free doesn't cost you a dime but if you do want to spend some dimes um, we have a merch store at shop dot com slash raw and order w um, where you can buy sweet ass t-shirts or you can head on over to Patreon com slash raw and order wbu and uh become a patron. And get access to our sweet perks, including shout outs on our shows uh, at certain levels, and the ability to listen to our monthly classic pay per view reviews, like our one we did just last month of WrestleMania X7. Um, And at a certain level, even the ability to be invited on this show to uh, challenge us to book whatever fantasy scenario you have in mind. So, all sorts of ways to support us uh, and get a shirt. Yes get a shirt that way so but all sorts of ways to support us you can even head over uh to the wix site and uh read our blog and see all the different ways to listen to us and listen to us live right there um you can go through the wix app to talk with us directly or if you're a patron we've got a discord server that you can talk to us directly on um And there's all sorts of great ways to support us, but even just listening, if that's all you want to do, listening still supports us, and we appreciate everything. You can find links to all of this in the pinned tweet on my Twitter or in the doobly-doos for this very episode. Um, But on that note, we will close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. Uh, Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. So Brian Cage is the repo man, and Taz is the banker. (laughs)